This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. You play to win the game. Well, you can win with GEICO because just 15 minutes there can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. And you probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Our next guest, former Michigan State Spartan Joe DeLamalure, was a central figure in the Buffalo Bills electric company in the 1970s. It was an offensive line that helped turn on the juice. And there's that Michigan State marching band coming through the studio. Uh, the juice being, of course, four-time NFL rushing champion O.J. Simpson. Now, Joe went on to six Pro Bowls at guard, was chosen to the 1970s NFL All-Decade team, and has since joined O.J. Simpson in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. We wanted to have him on the show this week because growing up in Detroit, Joe watched the history of Thanksgiving football with the Detroit Lions, and as a member of the Bills, he was on the field for one of the greatest games ever played by an NFL running back on Thanksgiving Day. Joe DeLamalure, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I, I'm a big Thanksgiving uh, Day guy. My dad had a bar in Detroit. It's still there, actually. We had 10 kids on the night, 10 kids in the family. And our big treat, he would take the five boys to Thanksgiving Day game. That was, we, we, the bar was open from 7 in the morning till 2.30 at night, seven days a week, close Christmas, Thanksgiving, and Easter. <laughs> so this was the biggest day of our life, Thanksgiving Day, going to watch uh, Lions with my dad. So hey. 1962, actually, I'll tell you something real quick. Packers played the Lions, and it was the Thanksgiving Day massacre when they sacked Bart Starr ten times. I was uh, 11 years old, and I told my dad, I said, Dad, I'm going to play in this game someday. I, I swear I'm going to play in this game someday. He said, when you do, I'll be there. <laughs> and actually, it actually happened. We had Roger Brown on the show a year ago talking about that game. Yeah, Roger Brown dominated that game. He, 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 him and Alex Karras, but Roger Brown dominated that game. I can yeah. tell you the starting lineups and their numbers if you want. I'm a big fan, huge fan. Hey, hey, Joe, we also had Jerry Kramer on the show a couple years back whining about that game. (laughs) Yeah, he was. Yeah, I would be whining too if I got my butt kicked like that. (laughs) It was an amazing game. Joe, let's let's get to the grade that the greatest game by running back, you know, like you and me, we grew up watching the Lions playing Thanksgiving. You finally got the chance to play on Thanksgiving game, 1976, and what a game it was. Simpson rushed for then record 273 yards. What do you remember about that day and that game? It's still my father. He had a heart attack two weeks before that game. I had 100 tickets for the game. Of course, I didn't pay for him back then like you could now, but I had 100 relatives there. My dad was in the hospital, um, supposedly, watching the game, I told uh, Coach Ringo, who's my line coach, who also played in that game in 62. Jim Ringo, yes. I say, Coach, Coach, let me get get out on a few sweeps so they can at least mention my name other than holding uh, (laughs) so my dad can watch it from the hospital. So uh, anyhow, we did. We we got some uh, really good plays off early, uh, the sweep going left, and um, I got to pull and had a couple blocks. And So I'm thinking to myself, this is good. My dad's going to at least hear my name. And then, as the game went on, O.J. broke the record. We lost the game. It was Lions was number one defense in the league at that time. So after after the game, I we go to the locker room. My dad checked himself out of the hospital, came down by the locker room. 
And I said, Dad, what the hell are you doing here? He said, I told you I'd be here. He, he said, don't you remember? Never said a word about it, ever. But he huh. was there, it, like he promised in 1962. Wow. Wow, what a story. Yep. Now, the other guard on the electric company, Reggie McKenzie, was born, uh, was from Detroit. In Detroit, Highland Park. Yep, exactly. From Highland Park. But. Ralph Wilson yep. was another Detroiter. How special was that victory uh, in that showing and to Paul a bunch Seymour of also. Paul was yeah. right in. He was from right. Shrine. Um, it was special. I mean, you wanted to win the game. And, I, you know, obviously, you walk off the field a little disappointed you didn't win the game. But then when you get on the plane and you go home, you think, man, I was part of history. And um, still, the record still stands, I think, 275. I'm pretty sure. Maybe somebody broke it, but, you know, I, that, that was some record, 275 yards and one game. And against a great defense, that wasn't just a good defense. The Lions were great that year. They're number one in the league. And um, it was a great memory, great, one of my greatest memories I've ever had in my whole life. We're speaking with Hall of Famer Joe Delamalure on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at Talk of Fame Net. And Joe, uh, you kind of answered this question for me, but I'm going to ask it anyway. I mean, growing up in Detroit, I, I know you said you, you attended Thanksgiving Day games, and uh, I want to know, other than that 62 Packers-Lions game, which I think we all remember, is there another that you remember most as a kid going there with your dad? Is there another that stands out in your mind? Not really. That one stood out the most in my mind. And then uh, I was always disappointed because Green Bay won quite a few of those games. So you kind of put those in the back of your mind, too. I don't know what the record was, but the Lions didn't always win. And uh, they didn't. we thought they were going to win the division that year. They ended up 11-3, and Green Bay still beat them out. But I, I, that, was, that game stood out the most to me. And always, always will for my whole life. It's been the... Uh, number one thing in my life to remember about the Thanksgiving Day games. Joe, let's go back to the 76 game and Simpson's performance. What made O.J. special, and how easy or difficult was it to block for him? It was very easy because you could feel him on the... He'd be... I don't know if you've seen a lot of his films. He'd be grabbing my, my belt or Reggie's belt. You could feel him back there, which is unusual. And uh, he was so easy to block for because he would cut off your block. He, you'd never block a guy into him. He, he was He was so fluid. The thing about O.J. was I was amazed when I went to camp in 73 with the Bills. My wife said, uh, what's the biggest difference between this and college? I said, O.J. Simpson. <laughs> That's the biggest difference. I said, I've never seen a guy who's a, such a great player work so hard in practice. He practiced like he was going to get cut, and he did that the whole time I was there, and he was there. So that's what amazed me. The, the one year they said he didn't have good hands, the next year, 73, I think it was 75, he was the MVP of the league again. He, he caught the ball like you won't believe coming out of the backfield. He, he pretty amazing. Uh, whatever he they said he couldn't do, he would improve on it and work hard at it. Now this year we're seeing a rookie running back leading the league in, in rushing with uh, what most consider the best offensive line of football in front of him in Dallas. So how much uh, of any great running game is the back and how much is the line in front of him? That's a combination of both because I watched that game because I knew um, – you know, people ask me that question already about this kid because I think he got a thousand yards already in uh, half the season. I don't think he'll get the 2014 games like OJ did, but they they have a, a line very similar to ours. They're, they're pretty mobile. They're not the big hulking guys. Left tackle's a big guy, but the rest of them can really move. I, I'm really proud of Doug Free. He doesn't know this. I never met Doug. But we were down at um, a game, uh, the Shrine game, and uh, it was played in uh, Houston. 
And Paul Warfield asked me, who's a Hall of Famer? Hey, look for a lineman. Tell me, you know, who, who we could pick. Not a first rounder, just a guy who could play a long time. I went and watched the practice. I watched three plays. I go, that kid right there is from Northern Illinois. I know he can play, and he's still playing. So I felt really, really kind of connected to that guy during that game uh, the other day when this kid was ripping off the runs. But uh, the line is very similar. I think, I think the back is better than OJ in this regard. He blocked better. He can pick up the blitz and all that. As a rookie, it's unbelievable what that kid's doing. Hey, Joe, Joe, one more question about the offensive line. We have less than a minute left, but the game's changed so many ways since you played. But along the offensive line in particular, I mean, blockers can now extend their arms, grasp defenders. Question, if, if you were playing today in the NFL, would you ever allow a sack? No. And you, know, you know why? Because we did that when we were playing. <laughs> we, we were the first. I was one of the first guys to extend my hands get them on, try to catch them underneath their armpit. And uh, Ring, Jim Ringo would always tell me, you know those straps that hold their shoulder pads on? I said, yeah. He said, well, you know what they're for? I said, yeah, to hold them with. He said, you're right, kid. I said, he said, you got it down. I, and I liked it when they tried to grab me because I knew if the defensive guy grabbed me, then I was going to be inside his hands grabbing him. But I, I extend my hand. I didn't, I didn't block with forearms or anything like that. I was one of the first guys to extend my hands. And that, that's a proper way of blocking. Anyhow, it cuts down on a lot of head injuries. Uh, I always, when I coach, I always say hands, head, butt. You hit your hands before you hit your head, and then you drive your butt through the block. And um, <laughs> I, it worked pretty good. Hey, Joe, uh, we can't extend our hands on the show. We can't extend this segment either. we got to run. So thanks for the time, and thanks for the memories. Appreciate it both. Okay, thank you. I really thank appreciate you. you guys having me on. Talk to you later. That was Hall of Fame guard Joe DeLamalure. Up next, our Anai Game Changers of the Week. This is the Talk of Fame Network.